Attack on Titan season one, season two, and season three were actually animated by a studio called as Wit Studio. But did you know that Attack on Titan was the first ever anime that Wit Studio produced? Yes, on the first entry into the animation market or animation industry, that is the industry punch that they gave it. So that is the quality that they delivered. All right, so we're planning a huge episode on the entire production process between Attack on Titan animation and why they had to change studios for season four. So stay tuned for that episode. All right, on that note, let's start off today's episode. In this today's episode, we're going to talk about the chapter 119 of Attack on Titan manga. All right, and right off the bat, the, episode, the chapter kicks off with the final reveal, right? So everybody knows, like all the Marlian soldiers now know that Eren and Zeke should not come in contact. The cat's out of the bag, basically. So if Eren and Zeke come in contact, something bad will happen. That has been established. And it's good that, you know, all, everybody in the war zone or everybody on the playing field knows this and everybody's on the same exact level. Exactly. And they uh, now have a single motive not just to suppress the aliens. The main motive is to you know, stop Zeke and Eren coming in contact. Though they do not know what the outcome could be, but still they fear that it could be grave. And that is the whole goal. And the way it starts off, because uh, the way it ended the last uh, chapter, 118, with a biggest cliffhanger, Zeke on the ground, you know, uh, peak, sneak peek, the chapter's name which we had given the last time. Uh, the shot exactly to Zeke's head and then he's down. That's where the scene opens in 119. Yeah, that's the irony of it actually. Taking such a long shot uh, and that too on a ranged attacker who is so good at throwing obstacles, he's getting taken down by a damn range shot. That is quite unbelievable so yeah. on that note zeke is on the ground aaron's desperately trying to get to him so let's continue with the story awesome so that is the sort of like atmosphere that we're immediately introduced to at the start of the episode and you can see a nice little callback to uh, season two as we go further like reiner is like you know Eren, the last person who should have the founding titan is you right so this is a dialogue which we hear like way back in the earlier seasons. And that, it's really good that, you know, Reiner is sort of like reminiscing that dialogue, like uh, trying to uh, sort of like, you know, just expressing it and putting it out there once again at this pivotal moment. And like it's it's the end of the entire thing. Like, you know, it's a massive war that's happening and Reiner is still sort of like, you know, clinging to what he believes. Exactly. And uh, at the same time, the Marlian army is much considered and they are all behind uh, eating away the founder you know, to, to get control of uh, whatever you know, is going to happen, whatever the next step would be. So uh, I guess Reiner and uh, Porco are the ones who can do that because they are currently on the field. And as Eren is trying desperately you know, to meet... Uh, and connect with Zeke, who is already down. That's where uh, Porco enters. Mr. Galliard is there, who clutches Eren's leg from the back. And guess what? Guess what? What happens with Porco next? <laughs> he gets chomped. <laughs> One word. He gets... 
naturally <laughs> whatever his role has been it it continues again a big smash on his head it's amazing like you know for the past 5 or 6 chapters that galliard has been in his job is only to act as a punching bag he comes in takes a punch goes away comes back in takes a punch goes away <laughs> always on the jaw that is why maybe he is named as jaw titan <laughs> like it's almost funny how he's sort of like the krillin of attack on titan right <laughs> <laughs> oh what an apt description <laughs> and and the next scene when galliard uh, is hit by eren you see uh, sneak uh, peeks next attack direct hit on eren with her cannon with her massive cannon and magad on control a direct hit straight on the head to uh, eren and he stops moving peek is sort of like you know playing the uh, sniper of this game right like if if we are playing any battle royale like there, there would be one person who would just uh, stick to a corner and just have a sniper around like peak is playing that role instead <laughs> correct <laughs> like she's not even moving she's just uh, standing there with magat on top of her and just you know just picking out the best shots you know like i, I don't think at this point in time peak is actually firing cannons she's firing cliffhangers <laughs> exactly every chapter for the last for the last 3 4 chapters i guess it was only peak who's given us cliffhangers yeah <laughs> whether it is putting down zeke or you no know, showing herself uh, as she's dead or even uh, the last uh, episode in part 1 of uh, the season 4 where you know she takes uh, Eren and everybody on the terrace to show the enemies, but it ends up where Galliard comes up from the ground and you know tries to eat a Eren. That's again the biggest cliffhanger she's started off with. And one more thing which I noticed while I was reading this chapter is if you remember, uh, while uh, Peek was sort of like introduced in the final episodes of the season, like you know how she sneaks into the basement, sort of like you know pointing a gun at Eren's head. the exactly. first thing that she says is i'm going to blow your brains out right yeah. and she does it twice <laughs> like she is <laughs> on her word exactly not just eren's brain it was also zeke's brain this time yeah, to a certain extent right but eren's brain in particular like it has been twice like she delivered <laughs> <laughs> right on point you could say man of words Okay, woman of oh, words could be yeah, more woman. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> so then, moving on, we have our uh, team Mikasa, <laughs> if we could call them that. <laughs> team Mikasa <laughs> heading desperately towards Alan, trying to save him or whatever. After you know him hitting Armin, de- uh, depressing Mikasa to hell. Even <laughs> then, they are just going after Alan. <laughs> Man, that takes. Uh, Uh, an immense uh, amount of willpower to just trust somebody that hurts you like that, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, at this point in time, they're so they should be also be so conflicted, right? So because they don't know the true motives of anybody, like, they don't know the true motives of Yelena, they don't know true motives of Zeke, they don't even know true motives of Eren. They're in such a confused state of mind, but still they're sort of like you know following their guts or just trusting their friend and just you know go, uh, going after him or just trying to save him at this point in time. 
yeah could be a sign of true friendship yeah and also one more thing is it's good to see once again the army being led by pixis like we saw uh, pixis le- leading an army way back in season 1 when right. he first trusted eren to sort of like you know plug that hole into the wall exactly sort of like you know uh, uh, bringing pixis back and sort of like giving him once again a, in charge of all the uh, ldn army and they sort of like uh, figuring out or uh, what do you call it just making out a plan in terms of how to surround the malian soldiers instead of like you know attacking them head on and one thing which i specifically uh, sort of like you know wanted uh, I, i just want to talk at this point in time is i was uh, while i was reading the entire uh, scene with armin mikasa and pixis i was just wondering what would happen if erwin was here erwin yeah erwin and as well as levi also you could say because he's currently missing who's actually alive yeah but uh, the reason why i'm saying erwin is sort of like you know pixis and erwin are known for their strategies right that the exactly. way they plot things if erwin erwin was here what i personally think is i don't even think erwin would have go- even gone to mark <laughs> <laughs> yeah erwin absolutely and hanji would be like wow such an amazing sight you know bringing the titan down chaining it yeah and we miss yeah we miss hanji really okay coming back uh, where you know pixis is uh, uh, asking uh, you know commanding his soldiers you know to surround all marlian army to attack the enemies later on that's where uh, you know we see armin and uh, mikas are trying to you know save eren or trying to you know defend uh, the cart titan so that he could move forward but unlike their motive the marlian army is already uh, play uh, you know uh, in their own position trying to you know put these guys down so now this attack is like between uh marlin human and eldian humans i could say considering yeah. er, 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 army not yet turning into a colossal titan yeah uh, uh, i think that would also be uh, a big point when arvin does turn into a colossal titan i think now they're just putting it off because they're also surrounded by eldian soldiers as well right exactly yeah i think that's the reason why they're putting it off but once arvin turns into colossal titan i think it's going to be a, a microwave opening the entire paradise i think <laughs> yeah i'm also waiting for you know the rumbling to start so that there will be not just a microwave it will get a complete uh, sun of the solar system down on us the paradise barbecue starts <laughs> yeah we have a nice little shot of reiner uh, uh, reiner erin and galiard you know they go back to the flashback when uh, uh, uh galiard's brother actually sort of like you know uh pushes reiner forward or makes galiard look bad just so he could save his life exactly uh, i think that is something that you see reiner do as well with falco and gabby uh to save gabby's life he sort of like you know pushes 
he is still on marlin side or something no no so uh, what what i am trying to sort of like you know uh, say is uh, i i i i don't know if i if i am misinterpreting it or it just my my perspective but but when uh, cold is sort of like you know saying that uh, you can kill or you know marlins and indians can kill all uh, each other all they want just after falco leaves but this was not sort of like the attitude that cold had in the previous chapter sort of like exactly. he was uh, i'm just going to uh, put uh, falco in front of zeke so that he won't scream and all the marlins and indians are going to be saved i don't know if indians or all the marlins are going to be saved right yeah, now he was worried about uh, his people as well like yeah. in the previous episode mm-hmm. yeah maybe it's like he has no control maybe uh, he cannot control everybody matlab he cannot uh, you know ask zeke to stop screaming just to save everybody he, he yeah. might thought at least uh, he would have saved the you know kid because falco is still a kid so maybe zeke could have considered that and i guess he went on to try that yeah i guess i, I it could also be that you know in the final moments of desperation i, I just think he's also just trying to throw one last stone at least i don't know exactly. what you guys want to do i just want to save falco i think it might be a last minute decision as well correct correct but again zeke's point is also valid and from zeke's perspective of course he says as you you know uh, want to try to save your brother or as you care for your brother i care for my brother and that's yeah. when he leaves no option to scream about yeah and uh, this is one more point that i re- absolutely love about this uh, particular uh, series because you cannot side on zeke or you cannot side on falco you cannot say either of them is wrong exactly both perspectives and you know they have to do it like zeke has to do it i uh, like you know zeke has no other choice left right and you cannot blame zeke for it you cannot say zeke is a bad guy and you cannot say uh, falco or cold are the bad guys like exactly. that absolute best like any series or any uh, piece of media can do to you like you know just put you in a, in that state of uncertainty on who to trust or who not to trust i have never seen any of the series do this so well that you know you cannot form a enmity or you cannot form sort of like you know this negative uh, look on impression yeah impression would be a word yeah 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 negative impression, impression would be a word absolutely negative Yeah, you cannot just right. Absolutely. So going forward, uh, one thing which I uh, personally felt while reading this chapter is, uh, I don't know how Mappa or the animators are going to push through this season because, uh, like for the past three to four episodes, it has been non-stop intense action moments. Like yeah, like with the scream of Zeke, there's much more to come. Yeah, right. Like it's difficult enough to animate one intense action scene. It's insane when the entire series is filled with it. Exactly. One seventeen, one eighteen, one nineteen have nothing short of action. Like they're so intense. They're so well. drawn out as well it, it's amazing but i feel bad for the animators because the amount of work that they're going to put into but at the same time man am i hopeful for the series when it turns into anime that day is going to be bliss exactly and once it turns into anime not just a bliss it is also uh, i could say a curse because it is going to end this is the last season yeah and it no, is a lot no. better 
yeah that is true though you can you know go back and watch again but still somewhere it feels it's gone from your life is all everything is over you have that feeling or at least i have that feeling <laughs> but one thing what i prefer is i wish for series to end rather than continue pointlessly like how did it for naruto shippuden uh, anime like they knew the book was going to end the anime right so they right. necessarily just plugged in all this nonsense filler that you know dragged out the series for another one year or so that that that's absolutely nonsense and even bleach had sort of this uh, same issue and also fun fact uh, naruto and bleach were both animated by the same company uh, so the filler problem uh, is sort of like you know <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh no coming back to ayoti <laughs> yeah so uh, then we then we have it zeke is sort of like you know zeke unleashes the scream the beast scream and everybody transforms we have this huge uh, insane la- uh, wide shot of the entire paradise island with you know uh, fl- uh, multiple going out right and uh, this scene sort of like reminded me of uh the episode of where ervin dies before ervin dies uh you know when zeke sort of like you know throws all the bowlers at uh, the indian army the survey corps you see the sort of like you know same exact wide shot with uh, all the stones plummeting the houses and you know this smoke that there is yes. correct right the this uh, one frame sort of like you know reminded me of that scene but once this happened everybody sort of like you know turns into a titan and even pixis even pixis while he is drinking his wine he sort of like you know he give a, they give you a last one glimpse at him and that's <laughs> it for done exactly that expression too yeah and then uh, not just that expression the expressions of armin mikasa koni everybody there just you know what just happened did he just really scream or was he alive because he was completely down till now and everybody thought he is taken away but i guess he still had that one last you no know, uh, will power of his breath that he used to scream and uh, that's where you know uh, all the uh, uh, area is surrounded by such huge titans it reminds me of the episode 1 you know where uh, season 1 episode 1 where there is a chaos again you no know, or so suddenly everything uh, you know starts coming up and start eating people and all yeah yeah it's been a while since we saw titans in the paradise island just the only really uh and the show is not the show is named attack on titan <laughs> right <laughs> yeah in fact and at the same time with this scream our uh, dear falco is also turned into the uh, one humongous titan and uh, i am uh, you know very uh, sorry for colt who you know turned into ash completely Man. because you know because of turning because uh, falco turning into a titan and uh, that putting him into dust exactly and can we emphasize on one fact that uh... the reveal of uh, the dead bodies right right people right. dying in season 1 if you recall uh, yeah. right after the uh, i think annie and erin's rampage 
right uh, i think this is in this might be in season 2 or season 1 in the middle uh, they reveal marcos half cut body yeah yeah yes exactly it, it was like you know chilling uh, to see somebody you like so much he had he hadn't been in much uh, screen he hasn't got much screen time uh, up till then but he was just uh, you know very good of a character to uh, you know just lose right Correct. and then the same thing we observe in season th- ending when uh, we see armen burnt to a crisp and he, his body yeah what's with the reveal of these bodies right right <laughs> it's like chilling chilling man it's li- literally chilling and yeah, exactly. uh, Yeah. and the most traumatized child in the whole entire season gabby is the one to first see play eyes on the dead body no <laughs> uh. <laughs> <How> cold <laughs> i'm purposely staying away from the gabby because i just don't want to start start again but uh, one, one particular thing that you mentioned uh, you know about marco as well the reason why i think marco's death is so effective or you know it hits you so much is because it's not a heroic death right because for armin or eren or anybody else if somebody uh, if a main character is dying you get at least 15 20 minutes of good amount of screen time like how they built up sasha's death like they gave yeah. sasha koni and john a couple of a good a, a, some amount of screen time then they kill, kill them off right and even their right. death as well it's a, at least a bit heroic but marcos happens behind the scenes no amount of heroism whatsoever it it's just sudden onrest like it's a like snap moment right exactly without exactly. any of that you sort of like build up this uh, internal uh, despair <laughs> about you know how quickly that this particular character has just vanished and he's not going to be uh, even uh, he's got not going to be around for the next couple of chapters and rightfully like, like you mentioned like we have another fried potato which is cold now and absolutely <laughs> i really you know feel pity for gabby but <laughs> this chapter really once again gabby still still pushes her limits on how much she can get away with because at the end gabby does some messed up shit again insane stuff uh, she go to that part the uh, insanity which is involved in this chapter's end uh, i'm sure our uh, audience would be shocked to know yeah <laughs> let's continue you know let's go further when uh, uh, cold's body crisps is fried and put away aside that's where uh, our falco has started to you know fight and he attacks reiner again yeah uh, I, i guess he's not in senses maybe uh, because he's turned into a titan so he just attacks the person who is against zeke because it's all zeke's will and his final fluid inside these guys but reiner is such powerful armor titan that he puts eren as well as alco down at one hand and then uh, that's when he keeps thinking is this the time or am i the only one who's going to put alco down is because he's the one raising him he's the one seeing him he's the one who wanted the falco to inherit him, uh, himself so that you know gabby can be safe absolutely then uh i see again it is a real mixed feeling which he has which he he's been having con- continuous mixed feelings throughout his whole life as a titan as a human also but this one i guess it hits him too hard 
and uh, even with this thought process in his mind he still continues to put eren and uh, falco down that's when eren you know uh, takes the advantage of the timing and hits him to move towards zeke and falco is like he's going to eat eren uh, going to eat reiner but reiner since he's a armor titan his nape is hard enough and uh, still falco is trying to break through yeah and also uh, like it's sad to see cold sort of clinging on to falco at the final moment because he knows falco is going to turn into a titan and once that happens he's sort of like you know is going to be burned to crisp but he still clings on to him he just hugs him in the final moments and he's just like you know what? i'm going to be there with you right exactly and one more thing which i felt uh, you know really harsh is zeke letting uh, falco do the dirty work like it's bad enough that zeke had to turn falco into a titan now it's even worse that you know he's asking or he's commanding falco to attack reiner at this point um that is uh, a partly uh, true in a way but uh, it was not zeke's idea to bring falco in front of him and then start screaming because it yeah, was cold who brought him so apparently i don't blame zeke for it true also also reasonable yeah and because with reiner at uh, the bay standing there he hitting eren and it is as we see it is too close matlab where eren and zeke can meet up is a very close place and i i guess he thought with one scream maybe you know he could unite all those titans and uh, you know meet eren directly but that's when our colt is like no you don't scream my falco wants to run away yeah yeah and that's when you know uh, when this is happening when we talking about uh, rainer's nape being bitten by uh, falco or trying to be bitten by falco because of the hardening that's when peak launches a second attack man it's so much chaos so much chaos right so many things happening in such a little time man the animators are going to have a wonderful time right <laughs> through this <laughs> so then uh, now that uh, you know falco is trying to chomp down on reiner <laughs> peak is shooting on eren <laughs> then suddenly we skip to a scene where you know galliard is all disappointed depressed <laughs> right galliard is depressed now we see that where we see his half cut face where then uh, actually that half cut face what it led to was revealing the memories of his brother yeah exactly right <laughs> so uh, finally finally i don't know what triggered uh, you know porcos uh, uh, memories to be uh, you know surfacing now but i think it was the hit on his head i think the <laughs> money on that right <laughs> i think because he has been uh, taking hits to his head all literally for uh, for a very long time now and finally i hit so hard uh, that it almost uh, you know <laughs> chomped down one of his uh, half of his head then in, in his memories kind of uh, you know found some place to come out i guess <laughs> and you can see that as well right but for for me uh, you know uh, galliard you know the sacrifice is a really touching moment at the same time 
for some reason i i don't know if it's just galia taking so many punches that you know i'm uh, the impact isn't there for me at least you know for me galia's entire life like if somebody asked me uh, to write a autobiography of galia i would be like you know born what up take 50 and shot shot some erin die <laughs> yeah correctly like uh, you also have these memes right uh, you know born and death scene that's a born get face hit and that die absolutely <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving back uh, when these you know uh, he has these memories of his brother and, and all the stuff that's when uh, you know uh, liner starts shouting at porco because valco uh, uh, is trying to eat liner's nape and then uh, galen is out of his uh, titan body and he's ready uh, he's walking he's kind of walking towards liner that's when uh, falco sees him and then runs towards him so that he can you know eat away that person there not because his mind is running he just sees a human and tries to eat it yeah i while uh, and exactly at that point in time amidst all this chaos peak takes another hit exactly like, like such a massive role like once again she, she's just poop, uh, pulling the trigger of one cliffhanger after another right like exactly. this one right to the zeke right right to the neck fuck and that that leaves everybody in awe like people don't even know what to do now right what is uh, erin doesn't know what to do now yeah because if zeke's gone and with all these titans here he might as well have to kill all those titans or don't know what to do yeah i right as this happens sort of like you know when rainer is sort of like you know uh, beginning to relax that you know once the uh, beast titan is gone or once the royal blood titan is gone now they right. don't there is no possibility of anything happening and exactly. as soon as sort of like you know rainer tries to ease up you can once again you know his suicidal tendencies come back and like he's trying <laughs> once again let go he's like falco <laughs> do me a favor brother ease <laughs> <laughs> like for entirety is just like you know rainer trying to die <laughs> yeah but uh, since you know the author loves rainer so much and his character <laughs> i don't think he's allowing that <clears throat> that is why you know galliard is in his human form eat me away <laughs> that's where pascal runs away such a brilliant scene such a brilliant scene overall exactly and amidst this where you know falco is eating uh, galliard and every uh, and uh, gabi is also in a shock and even rainer is looking at them that's when uh, i guess there's a uh, you know a big fight scene or not not a fight scene but a, a good action amount of action here where eren tries to hit rainer and rainer tries to put him down that's when eren turns into a human body and just start running away towards zeke right so uh, apparently uh, eren turns in uh, turns his uh, titan body into uh, you know hardens his titan body and uh, you know just uh, jumps out pops out of his uh, back of the neck and just runs towards uh, zeke he just runs like hell 
uh, Rainer is confused. He, he did not anticipate actually Aaron doing that. So again, uh, so now we are into this tense scene where uh, they are so close to each other, Rainer, um, both uh, Aaron and uh, Zeke. They are so close that it's almost, uh, almost coming into contact, right? Yeah, correct. And Zeke is down. Well, he cannot move. The only thing that can happen is Aaron running and meeting Zeke. That's where the insanity happens. I, before before we get to that, uh, while Reiner is sort of like while Aaron is sort of like running towards Zeke and Reiner is sort of like trying to uh, get a hold of him, you can see uh, Connie and John just coming in the final moment just to attack Reiner with the uh, thunder spears. Just yes. kind of like. Uh, once again, just putting the entire uh, Survey Corps team full back into action, supporting each other. And then, like I said, bam. One shot. Bam. Just a single shot. You can see Gabby just taking position, gun ready. Uh, it's clogged. She's ha- she has tears uh, streaming down her face. Poor thing. And as Erin is running, she just takes a name. And God, God damn, is she good at shooting. <laughs> Yeah, with that Titan rifle. And, like, this is the second shot that Gabby has taken, and the second, like, the, the two shots are two of the very most important people in the attack. <laughs> two main characters, right? Exactly. One, Tasha like, is already gone. Yeah, Tasha is already gone now. It's Aaron's head. Exactly. Like, Not just a shot of bullet like Tasha has taken, it mm. is like complete Eren's head is off for the body. Just detached. Yeah. And she hit a moving target. It's... Exactly. <laughs> even better. <laughs> Man, at this point, she's even better than Peak getting that shot on uh, yeah. Zeke. She hit a moving target with such a heavy rifle getting into position and, you know, just slicing the nape. Of his human body, man, and, what is human? And this time, can, yeah, and this time you can tell it's different, right? Like even for Zeke or a, any other time, any other character gets shot, they sort of like you know either end it on a sort of a cliffhanger, or even for Zeke, you can see that you know his head is at least still intact with the final hit, at least in right, the previous right. chapter. Correct. But correct. this time, Ikayama actually went a step further. He clearly draw, he clearly draws another panel in which Eren's head is off. <laughs> Off his neck. <laughs> it's in mid-air. And god damn, what a way to end the chapter. Like, imagine people who, are, who haven't read the manga, watching the anime, and have an episode end at this point in time. Like, the amount of frustration that the person is going to have, or the viewer is going to have. Yeah, because it's not like Mikasa or Armin or Levi. It is Eren who we are talking about. The main character, yeah. founding titan, or the person around whom the whole story is revolving and his head is chopped off. Man. That is really, really cool. <laughs> wonder what happens. And that, it, that too, very close to Zeke. Too close to Zeke. It's like, another moment I'm going to touch you and this moment I'm going to get beheaded. <laughs> Such an intense but I, this sort of like, you know, when you end, it's it, lucky for us manga readers or lucky for us now that we're reading the manga that, you know, if we want to sort of like uh, 
know what happens next we can go to the next chapter exactly just imagine the time when you know people are who are updated on like you know the uh, who read the manga every week or every month that it comes out and yeah. imagine the amount of patience that they have to go through and imagine imagine the millions of people who are going to be waiting for the series just to be cliffhanged or teased like this <laughs> exactly cliffhanged not just once twice every chapter is a cliffhanger yeah you can, you absolutely cannot put this series down it's that good the, the cliffhangers are way too strong man exactly and That you know one thing hmm. yeah so and you know one thing which i i was thinking is uh you you have this sort of like a, a tale of of a genie right? you, you know genie you know the grand wishes exactly uh, like a sick twisted genie that is sort of like shown shown in cartoons where where a wish is granted but you know an adverse effect of it is sort of like you know uh happens it's sort of like with, yes. with with midas everything that i want to touch uh, is gold should be gold and you know something bad happens to it as well yeah. for me uh, uh, what what i saw is i think that wish sort of like applies to the animators you know <laughs> like being an animator if i want to sort of like you know uh, understand what's going to go what's going to happen 15 chapters ahead of the manga i can know but the down, downside is i have to animate it and <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have one hell of a time animating this i feel happy at the same time also stressed for them yeah i'm terrified i'm absolutely terrified because <laughs> mappa has so many uh, different projects that they're currently you know working on and the, uh, the, the problematic thing is at the same time that attack on titan the season 4 part 2 is going to come out jujutsu kaisen and another anime that mappa is currently working on uh, the season 2 is also going to be somewhere around that point in time oh, so uh, that is also yeah that is also a uh, anime which is also known for its really good animation yeah so mappa, yeah and apart from this i think they have another other set of uh, series as well as movies as well so i'm absolutely you know uh, worried what 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 might happen to the animators because i absolutely know they're going to be working insanely overtime about this true and they also have to match you know uh, match or you know go beyond the level of uh, manga drawing yeah convey the stuff hard time yeah and even mappa was sort of like you know uh, surprised when the amount of feedback that they started getting in because they knew uh, aot had a passionate fan base but they did not know how far their passion extended so uh, as soon as they sort of like you know understood the amount of love and support the series has been getting from fans they sort of like yeah i think it's one of the directors or somebody who said in an interview as soon as we understood the you know scale and reach and the passion of the readers we instantly knew that we had to put in our 200% to give them the the best quality available the best version of the um, anime possible right so now they even have to top that part one as well because this entire thing has been nothing but action correct almost every scene every scene is action so they have to yeah all right so on that note what we'll do is let's just uh see if we have any final thoughts on the chapter so what did you think so how uh and thrilling was this chapter to you any final thoughts that you would like to add before we sort of you know uh close for this episode uh 
what i could say is uh, oh, it is, it was a short chapter very very short insane, uh, insanely short chapter which we've been reading through but the amount of content which has gone in this short chapter is too much and the relations or the way it is you know connected to the title as well as we spoke earlier two brothers it's not just zeke and uh, eren it's about galliard and porco and falco and colt also so with that and the cliffhanger where eren's head is chopped off i guess though short it is a perfect chapter uh, for a reader you know to go into a state of frustration or to go into a state of uh, you know leaving things every uh, leaving everything and going to the next chapter to complete the whole series because everything uh, are revolving around eren is gone currently with the head chopped off exactly that's what is what that's how i feel and that's how you uh, know i also went on to read the next chapters i'm not sure oh. how you took it i think a majority of people who just were uh, stuck on the cliffhanger will absolutely go on to read the next chapters as well well mm-hmm. <laughs> we could not wait you know <laughs> since <laughs> since the first is available why not just take it right <laughs> so um, yeah that is now because we are reading the chapters now it is available i am just thinking about the uh, people who constantly read manga and have to wait for the next chapter to appear exactly so on that note uh, i have uh, a, a little bit of uh, you know uh, you could say these are uh, comic points or questions questions mm-hmm. if i if i might say so right so i just had uh, these doubts since the beginning of this anime mm-hmm. uh what happens to the body parts body parts <laughs> see in season number season 1 Aaron's hand and leg okay Aaron. right Aaron's leg is chopped off it has it is eaten doesn't matter it's all right now the hand mm-hmm. what happens to the hand can somebody explain where is the hand and on i think uh, yeah, yeah and on that same note now his whole body is chopped off from his head i mean rather his head has been cut from the body what happens to his body do they have like a burying ritual for eren's old body and then he emerges into his new body <laughs> is that something that happens is that for real i don't know i mean how uh, this is just uh, you know an off uh, anime comic kind of question which doesn't you know need to be uh, featured in the anime but just this is a question that has been back of, in the back of my head for a very long time you know people get these kind of doubts when they are not answered right <laughs> true it's very similar to that one rick and morty episode where uh, they have to bury their own bodies from another parallel uh, universe have you seen that episode oh my god unfortunately i haven't no, but i would like to okay so <laughs> now that i've watched you i would like to watch that <laughs> so i think one body too much yeah i uh, one second so before uh, we uh, go in further i think one i think the anime sort of like you know answers this particular question in a certain way uh you i think while 
in season 1 i guess so back in season 1 you can sort of like see that people are going around the entire town sort of like collecting dead bodies and they sort of like you know noting down the names of all the right. people right you can see john uh, like i think rico is it uh, asking john to sort of like you know uh, who is who is his body like they're asking the body of marco like who is this just name the person exactly right. yes right. correct so i think they sort of like uh collect all the body body parts i i don't know i did the bury or not but there's a certain slight lef- reference made to it that's all i at least you know i could remember correct right. maybe that is the answer all right so on that note uh, any any more questions uh, i think i think you have another question uh, yeah none from my side actually i'm just this is just uh, okay. lingering in the back of my head so i'll just you know sort it out of inside my head itself <laughs> got it so yeah awesome so what we'll do is we'll just end the episode here so that's the review of chapter 119 even though it was such a small chapter it was so much fun to read as well you know so much fun to talk about so i hope you as a listener had fun listening to this as well so we're available on youtube as well as on spotify at the point in time so if you're listening to this on youtube you can check out four walls anime podcast on spotify or if you listen to this on spotify you can check out our youtube channel So either way, all of both the podcasts are going to be uploaded on both the uh, both the channels or both the platforms. We are trying to sort of like host the podcast onto other different uh, platforms as well, like Apple Podcasts and other uh, Google Podcasts as well. So hopefully we'll be there soon. And thank you so much for listening in. If you have any sort of comments, queries, questions, that or other things that you'd like to talk talk about, please, please, please do leave them in the comment section below. And thank you so much for watching. And we'll see you in the next review of Attack on Titan. like share and subscribe to four walls anime podcast stay tuned